Ladies and gentlemen, hello. Everyone else, hello. Welcome inside. Uh, what, you don't like my gender-inclusive language? Chris? <laughs> happy, ha- happy half pride. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a lot of laughter I'm hearing from our first hilarious bit of the episode. Yeah. <laughs> that's because it's crowded in here. Chris, we, we've got a special bonus Christmas episode for the people out there today. Uh, our Christmas episodes are so popular that what? we had to keep the, the train rolling. The gravy Not train. really a bonus, I will say. It is our regularly scheduled episode for this week. Yeah, but it might not usually be would take the week long. off. <laughs> it's not, not, usually not you pack it up for the year, right? <laughs> You're not. No more news. <laughs> <laughs> the news famously stops. Uh, yeah, Chris sports insists. Are, sports are over. Yeah. <laughs> The it's like tournament's done. Right What's there to talk about? <laughs> yeah. So, if you're a regular listener of High Floor Low Ceiling, you recognize that voice as one-time guest, uh, friend of the pod, Cullen Ashley. Cullen, welcome back to uh, so High happy Floor to Low be Ceiling. Back. We're so happy to have you back, Cullen. Of course, I'm glad I wasn't banned for life no. after my ludicrous display last time I was here <laughs> on the Gator Light episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Prime. I had Prime. Oh, you had Prime. Cullen Mack, in a previous life, was the co-host of a podcast called Bevy of Bevies, <laughs> so we had to get him on here to uh, try sports drinks. And we also have a new guest joining us for the first time from the host of Can I, or one of the co-hosts of Can I Kick It, along with Cullen. Would you like to introduce yourself, mysterious guest? <laughs> yeah, my name is Emilio Diaz, and I'm here to talk Edmonton Oilers hockey. <laughs> this, is what I'm here. this is what we I'm here for. We are famously... In theory, a sports podcast. Um, I I have sports talk prepared. Oh, you do? Well, I just, I want to get some thoughts because I know, Colin, you are the king of YouTube shorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do you want to talk about NBA podcast YouTube shorts? Do you want to just do a quick riff on that? Should we be on YouTube shorts? <laughs> yeah, an unprepared yeah. riff. Yeah, yeah, and after that, questions? I, yeah, and after that, I have a lot of Oilers takes I need to get off. So. Yeah, we'll 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 hit we'll go around the horn on sports, and then we'll get into uh, what Griffin's prepared for us. But I know you you really into podcast P. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean I've seen a lot of clips of it. This right, is the problem you, with YouTube. My lot. algorithm it, it thinks I love athletes podcasts. So I've seen a lot of. <laughs> Clips of new heights, even though I do not watch football. <laughs> I've seen a lot of uh, a lot of podcast P. We love Jackie Long from Bodied as one of the co-hosts, of course. Um, and it's just like a great resource to hear NBA stories told in a mostly charismatic way. Like you know, Carl Anthony Towns really thinks he's funny. Has a lot of really <laughs> not that funny stories about Garnett or Pat Bev or Anthony Edwards wanting insomnia cookies. But, uh, then, you know, Jeff Teague, he's got his podcast. I forget what it's called. Mm-hmm. I want to say 520 Club, but I think that's just a place. Uh, <laughs> but, um, or maybe it's Club Something Else. Uh, but he, uh, he's, got, he's really good. We all yeah, love Jeff we, Teague. we like Jeff Teague. He told the famous Jimmy Butler practice story from my YouTube <laughs> yeah. recommendations. See? Yeah, it's coming to everybody. Of course, now Carmelo, Anthony, and Mero have a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Two villains, as uh, Nina said. Yeah. Two New York New York, New York villains. villains. Yeah. Um, okay. All right. Thank and, you for that. Rashid There's Wallace a... is also dropping a podcast soon. Oh, sure. I've seen him on Gilbert Arenas' show a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is, oh my God. You're an expert. You've no, no. I mean, I just watch it. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. And like, keep scrolling. 
Oh, do you and get Draymond Green's co- podcast? No, I've never fan? seen any Draymond Green. I've seen a couple old man in the three, which really stinks. <laughs> I don't like JJ Redick. I don't like Tommy Alter. My uh, mortal nemesis. Oh, all the smoke. That one's pretty. That one's fine. That's like the old heads. <laughs> yeah, that. I think that was like one of the first ones. First, yeah, actual absolutely. Athletes with Col- they had Kobe Cameron and Mace's podcast. <laughs> they only get sun for the young bloods. Yeah. Um, yeah. And right. just quickly, Colin, what else is on YouTube Shorts? Oh my gosh, what else? <laughs> There's like uh, a guy who like drinks punch, <laughs> <laughs> like tipsy bartender. Yeah. Baby, we can't talk about tipsy bartender. No, no. <laughs> Another so one of my mortal shorts. enemies. <laughs> I've seen a, lately uh, these days. I get a lot of like people haggling over sneakers. Um, <laughs> Yeah, athletes podcast, of course. Bad food videos. And, okay. All right, and Italian Emilio, guy. you have uh, you've prepared some Edmonton Oilers takes for us. You are, I don't know if yeah, you're I an Edmonton Oilers fan. You're not Canadian, so yeah, that would huge Canadian that. sports fan. Right. I am a huge Canadian sports fan. I did choose Edmonton Oilers as my team last year because I just really wanted to see a Canadian team do it. And you know, I'm just a huge Connor McDavid head. I just love them. There we go. Beyond Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, all those guys. How are we not gonna? <laughs> Is this a, a LeBron them? on <laughs> National Tight End Day situation? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did yeah. you? Well, I do you have that. the Edmonton <laughs> Oilers roster up in front of you? <laughs> <laughs> I do have the hockey reference page up, yeah. <laughs> right? Where I can see that they're ma- they're slightly like uh, outperforming. No, they're whatever <laughs> they're the whatever the opposite <laughs> whatever the opposite of outperforming is. They're doing that to their expected goals allowed and expected goals for. You know, so they, better times typical ahead. For, do you think? Yeah, this is typical for a team with, you know, goaltending problems. We need to fix the so sk- skitter problem. So you know, true. We to... we. <laughs> yeah, of course. We, we need to Jack see if we Campbell can... Jack Campbell to Siberia. Yeah, Jack Campbell, he's just not cutting it. He's just in Bakersfield. Pray. Isn't that worse than Siberia? Whoa. Um, and he just, he just being... allowed seven goals to the Coachella Valley Firebirds. Oh, no. So that's a problem. <laughs> not Coachella Valley. Whoa. We got somebody the marimba did, and everything. Yeah, somebody <laughs> calling me on it's my Chris phone. I also <laughs> get called a second ago and had to put my phone on silent. <laughs> I got Whoa. called. That you just came in through my MacBook where I'm looking at all these Edmonton Oilers. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe we can trade for Jake Allen. I know the Montreal Canadiens have a glut at, at goaltender, so maybe we can get one of those to fix our problems. Wow, that would be a good trade. I would like that for the Oilers. You know, the Pacific Division's <laughs> tough. I know, I know the Canucks are, are they're doing very well. They know. are. They are. But I think, we, you know, I think we still got it. I think we can still make the playoffs. Maybe it'll end up being, you know, a wild card spot. We need to fight with a couple of teams. But I think it'll happen. <laughs> yeah, and then once the Oilers are in the playoffs, no one's going to want to see the Oilers in the playoffs, no matter how they performed in the regular season. You got the best player in the world on the other side of the ace. Yeah. Leon Dreisaitl. Um, Emilio, quickly, any thoughts on uh, your as a famous Blue Jays fan? Do you have any thoughts Uh-oh. on Otani? Get the bleep button ready. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's about to go off. <laughs> I'm uh, out on Shohei Otani. I hope he loses every game he takes a part in. Wow. Uh, even a, even apart from anything having to do with the Blue Jays, I think uh, this entire Dodgers business has revealed him to be a very corny person, and I'm anti him. Uh, I guess it get. Well, that I think money it was just everyone could. liked his corniness before he did the dumb thing. 
Was he famously was like, corny before? I, th- I think he, I think he was very really like vanilla. Yeah, I think yeah. he was. Yeah, he was very vanilla. I People's think he just, sexiest like, baseball player. He just didn't have much of a. People would just latch on to anything because he didn't do or say really much. And yeah. him taking this decision and the stuff about the Kobe video just really <laughs> soured was, him Imagine on that hope, swinging uh, you. Listen, Mama mentality. Uh, now I'm glad the Not everyone's built have. for it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Should I trade Jeremy Sohan? <laughs> Shoot me straight. Should I drop Pool as the experiment over? <laughs> Poole is a fantasy superstar. I think you gotta keep. No, someone's got to score the Barely points. delivers. <laughs> <laughs> this is cool. You can trade Jeremy uh, Sohan safely. I think. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I can drop him even. I can just pick someone. He's up. a Nohan. <laughs> Don't mess with him. As soon as you trade <laughs> the point Sohan thing is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. He refuses to pass the ball. I drop him. He's gonna go off again. (laughs) The same thing happened with Malik Monk. Fourteen points, three assists. (laughs) Please, (laughs) Griffin. We gotta get to the the crux of the episode. We got it. Although this has been, should we play the theme song? Is this a theme song episode? Yep. That was the cold open. Play the theme song. (laughs) script <laughs> you i don't know if you remember the name of the podcast you always say welcome inside <laughs> well the people have come in they've sat down. inside sports right that's the podcast. yeah yeah <laughs> that's why we say welcome inside every week <laughs> welcome inside, inside the nba right welcome <laughs> yeah do you think they'll get mad at us yeah. if we call it we uh, welcome. Yeah. Never mind. Sorry, I always call myself canceled again. <laughs> I need to be on my best behavior. Colin just pushed me into a Christmas tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna talk about the women in San Antonio. <laughs> welcome to high floor, low ceiling, everyone. Hope you're enjoying the uh, the month of December so far. We have a special, very special episode prepared for you today. Yeah, we are doing a Christmas movie bracket, uh, just like our famous Taylor Swift bracket that we did back in Whoa. March. It is, of course, sports-related and can be on a sports podcast because it is a bracket. Yes, that is the rule. Uh, it is December Madness. Um, <laughs> and, Chris, we knew immediately that we didn't have the film knowledge to handle a, a film bracket on our own after how contentious the Taylor Swift bracket got. You were mad at me for a long time after I'm the curious, Swift bracket. Not to out myself as a non-listener to every episode, <laughs> but what won the Taylor Swift bracket? Chris? Ooh. <laughs> I'm, I'll be honest, I don't listen to every episode. <laughs> uh, the winner I believe, was... Oh. I believe the winner was August. The winner was August, yes. It was... Uh, familiar. From folklore, but... Uh, it was one of those things where if you re, it was random seating. So if you read, sure, sure, ran the seating, you'd probably get a different answer, just like we've mm. done here today. So as I said, uh, we didn't have the film knowledge to do this ourselves, so we had to bring in two co-hosts of an award-winning film podcast. I assume. Have you they guys were... won an award? Uh, no. You were mentioned we were... in an article. 
Yes, yeah. mention it a Vulture article quite famously. You were an yeah. article mentioning... We were in the thumbnail. We had prime placement. That's crazy. Not to go behind the scenes, but did you guys see a bump in listenership from Not there? really. No? <laughs> maybe a little bit. Maybe, maybe like a... In, in the long term, maybe? It's like if you stepped on a like... pebble, you'd be like, was that a bump? <laughs> <laughs> Did I see a bump in my height? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, and nonetheless, like, take the shoe off, like shake it upside down to see if there's a rock inside. It's like nothing. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I know but I you felt know, something. More of the results. <laughs> you need yeah. to stop tagging your jokes three times. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I like it. Um, <laughs> Jumping off point for Robin. Williams. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm actually here to talk about family. <laughs> <laughs> we can't. We can't reveal the secrets out here. <laughs> so you know we we didn't really get a bump but it's really allowed us to trick publicists yeah it's, really it's a great it. thing to point to absolutely well i was tricked by it as well so uh you can you can put that another notch in your belt um chris i've scraped together a list of 32 christmas movies i initially proposed to you we do 64 christmas movies you yes. said are there 64 christmas movies i said sure there must be and then because trying to put your together need to sort of put me down no <laughs> go ahead uh but then trying to scrape together 32 was a task all its own so i'm glad we didn't go for 64 i don't know we would have yeah. had to go to the hallmark I'll say well. i did Ask, ask a friend when i was, was first uh contacted about doing this podcast i asked a friend if they had any recommendations for Christmas movies, and they sent me a letterbox list that was 500 movies long, and then I watched none of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Some of those letterbox lists are crazy. Like, I, the most popular one is, like, any movie that mentions Christmas. It's got, like, the... And I was like, okay, perfect. I'll start by film popularity. I'll see what the most popular Christmas movies are. And it was, like, Avengers The Godfather Endgame. and Spider-Man sure. Into the Spider-Verse yeah. and La La Land. I was like, These, this does not help. So letterbox was useless. I had to go to magazines much like the ones that oh. can i kick it was mentioned in their websites for all their annual lists of the best christmas movies ever and i think we've got a good list here yeah okay uh chris <laughs> you have randomized the seating would you like to host us through this bracket i can absolutely host us through this bracket uh 32 films i've heard of 32 thoughts but this um shout out to my employer mm -hmm. so and that let's is get started I was going to say, I've not heard of 32 Thoughts. Oh, the, Emilio knows what it is for sure as a big hockey fan. The the preeminent hockey podcast on the internet. Ooh. Yeah. Shout out. It's like if Woj and Shams had a podcast <laughs> together. Okay, now you're speaking my language. And Shams had a lot of arm tattoos. Um, Who has a lot of arm tattoos? <laughs> Elliot? Jeff Merrick. Oh, does he really? I've never seen him you with his sleeves You've seen Merrick's tats? You'd no. shut oh, man, you got to watch the Jeff Merrick show on Sportsnet 360. I really do. I love, love a t-shirt on believe i didn't anyways <laughs> cut that out cut that out, cut yeah. that out. um the first the, you know this is these are randomized seating but you wouldn't be able to tell from the first match very up, true which is it is very one seed versus 32 <laughs> seed coded uh the one seed, well i won't bother saying the seats because they're not actually seated but it's a wonderful life versus jingle all the way now yeah. You, Griffin, you go ahead and then I'll mount a defense for Jingle All the Way. <laughs> Letterboxd, I think I'm the only one here who has actually seen It's a Wonderful Life. Could that possibly be true? A huge blind spot. Emilio, you you as well? Uh, you know, I did not... I, 
I didn't really grow up in America, so a lot of Christmas classics sort really. of passed me by. <laughs> grew up in sort of America, if I understand correctly. In, yeah, uh, that's Puerto Rico. It's a whole thing, but we can't. <laughs> we can't uh, do that here. <laughs> but you know, it's one of those movies where you you, you know all the bits. Like exactly. you were there, you know all that stuff. You know the gist. Clarence. Uh, Frank Capra. His real name's Clarence. One of our great filmmakers. Uh, there is a character named Clarence. I'm not sure if they have a moment where they go, his real name is Clarence. Yeah, Thomas? I don't oh, think Clarence's Clarence. identity is ever uh, up for debate. You think his parents had a real good marriage? Clarence's parents? <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's from 8 Mile. <laughs> no, no, one, no one was clicking with that. No. Him. Oh, now I, now I click. Um, yeah, one <laughs> of our great all-time actors is <laughs> James like Stewart Jimmy, if you're friendly with him. Marshall uh, true. Capra. From the Calm app? An immortal Christmas film. Oh, yeah, the guy from the Calm app. That's right, he was an actor, if you didn't know before. That's <laughs> how I got to know him first. Yeah. <laughs> I know, yeah. He, he helped me fall movies. asleep every night. <laughs> he soothed he me. Was, uh, His voice sounds really weird in the movies, though. Not yeah. like the one I know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it flows it's really way different. better. <laughs> yeah, it's more of a drawl. <laughs> I was a about too to... human. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to reference a movie, and then I remembered that that movie has Henry Fonda, not Jimmy oh, Stewart. I a dodge bullet. bullet. All right, Chris, you're you would like to defend Jingle all the way. One of your top five favorite Christmas movies, if I remember Whoa. correctly. I don't know if that's true or would hold true, but uh, Jingle all the way, Jamingle all the way. Um, <laughs> and I'm just kidding, Paul, calling it tag it again, Jamingle Jamil. Um, <laughs> but you uh, need your own advice. <laughs> <laughs> Read tagging jokes. <laughs> Real glass house of throwing stones. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, Jingle all the way. A crazy movie. A, a tough watch. Oh. <laughs> I, I will freely admit it will. I, I have a famous theory about movies that make your stomach hurt. Uh, Chief bad. Offender, Flintstones, and Viva Rock Vegas. Oh. Mixed nuts. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mixed Nuts is a good one as well. Um, it is that kind of movie, but it is deeply entertaining. It has Arnold Schwarzenegger. I believe his name, his name is Howard. I know that much. Yeah, that's my father's um, name. Well, there you go. Um, he is a mattress salesman. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, as most Arnold Schwarzenegger types tend to be. Exactly. His wife is Rita Wilson. Phil Hartman is a widower that's trying to cuck him. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And he has to go get a toy for his son, Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> yes. Uh, and, you know, there's there's a bomb. Jake yes, Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd. Uh, <laughs> there is a purple saber-tooth, or sorry, a pink saber-tooth tiger named Booster. Um, he flies on a jetpack at one point. <laughs> That's all. End of sentence. There you have it. Uh, well, Power Man, right? That's the toy? Turbo Man. Turbo, Turbo Man, excuse me. Was... I've also not seen Jingle All the Way. <laughs> yeah. Sinbad is in it, right? Sinbad's a post Absolutely. office. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Sinbad's just... a post office. No, he plays, he's, a, he's a postal worker, sorry. <laughs> I get distracted. All right, are we... Uh, this is a big one. The first matchup of the bracket, are we okay to send It's a Wonderful Life through to the second yeah. round over yeah. Jingle All the Way? Two movies I haven't seen. I'm happy to go with history on this one. <laughs> History will vindicate me, but that's The next okay. one's going to be a tight matchup. I'm excited. There we go. Yeah, Colin, this one is one that only you have seen, but it's a five-star oh, movie in yeah. your mind. Uh, Chris, I'm just waiting on you to officially send It's a Wonderful Life through Excuse to the second me. round. 
I'm very sorry. I don't know how to do it. I think you click and drag. Click and drag. I'm clicking and dragging. You gotta drag it into the bracket. Oh, the bracket is a preview until the tournament has started. Oh, technical issue? difficulties here. Folks. Oh, I have to log in. We're all gonna <laughs> this see. Crazy. Chris, type in the clicky clack. Their challenge.com password. <gasps> in not valid password. No, <gasps> 0 for two. Two <laughs> fill the tips. Try logging in get? through Facebook. <laughs> Um, Chris may well, have to click the clean forgotten password. This is fascinating. I am going to Google <laughs> and keep all this in. Oh, it's staying in. In the meantime, Emilio, any more uh, hockey takes for us? Um, you know, <laughs> what other discourse that can I rehash? You know, I really think uh, the USA team is looking better than the Canadian team if they actually played best on best. I'm you know, kind of with you on that one. I got the Canadian be team. You know, goaltending problems. You're probably gonna have to play like Carter Hart. That's laughable, yeah. That's a weak know? link. Stuart Skinner, maybe. <laughs> I know pains you as an Oilers fan. Listen, he should only play international hockey. <laughs> All right, right. great news. Another excellent take from Emilio has bought us just enough time for the uh, (laughs) award. It's a Wonderful Life, a one nothing win over Jiggle all the way. (laughs) They went ahead on penalties. (laughs) So this next matchup may feature a Cullen-Chris showdown. It's a five-star movie against a five-star movie, if Letterboxd is to be believed. The Holiday... Against Meet Me in, I want to say, even though the city's called St. Louis, I feel like the title of the movie is Meet Me in St. Louis. And you nailed it, actually. It is Meet Let's Me in St. Louis. They sing a song about it. Vincent Minnelli's masterpiece, my favorite of his films, and one of my favorite films of all time. Judy Garland, Midwest Living, great songs. We all know Ding, Ding, Ding goes the trolley. Oh, of course. We know... Uh, <laughs> clang, clang, clang goes you know, the trolley. You know, Meet Me in St. Louis, of course. The titular the track, there's the... Uh, not hay right. There's a big uh, <laughs> Slayer dance right. scene. Slayer right. <laughs> no, no, oh, wait, wait. I mean, there's a Christmas scene. It, it, it sort of goes through all the seasons, and uh, one of them is Christmas. It's like a year in the life or whatever. But okay, the, so uh, would so would you say it is like a Christmas movie? I know a lot of people watch it at Christmas. And it was on a lot of. You know, that's fair. <laughs> It is a better movie than The Holiday, but is it a better Christmas movie? It has a really <laughs> iconic Halloween scene. Interesting. Wow. Michael Myers himself. That's yeah. a prequel. <laughs> we should try and fit in some Corey Cunningham talk at some point. <laughs> For no reason at all. <laughs> yeah. Other well, than I also like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Griffin, did you see Halloween Ends? I have not. You know. What do you think the odds are <laughs> oh, that I've seen like Halloween Ends? We'll get it's to really that, I'm awesome. sure, with one of these later uh, matchups. Chris, sure. your defense of the holiday. Well, I know how men feel about the holiday. I, it's too I like it. I like the holiday. I'm a I fan. like it too. I, I enjoyed it. I watched it a couple of years ago. On women your are rec. too naggy. John Krasinski <laughs> isn't enough. Yeah, <laughs> that's the imagination of John Krasinski is not featured heavily enough. I want the version of the holiday that's just about Ed Burns. Sure. Is that Don't the, think I know is that, that the old man. He plays the Cameron Diaz's mean boy uh, from uh, the, oh. yeah, the guy who, who, who leaves in the first act. <laughs> yeah. I was the cheater. Yeah, the guy, the, the guy who like cheats on his girlfriend and is annoying. You <laughs> want yeah, the movie that was to the give joke. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The guy okay, who cool. the guy's like, we don't have sex anymore. You never cry. <laughs> yeah, you don't cry. <laughs> and then she does cry. It's so yeah. awesome. Um, yeah, I mean. 
there's not really much to say. There's no notes. It's a pretty wonderful. I was about to say perfect, but I couldn't get there. Um, it's a wonderful film. It has Whoa. four fantastic performances. You can say what you want about Jock Block. He is incredibly charming in that movie. I do agree with you. I don't understand really why. Do you like Jack Black? I love Jack Black more than anything. That's so strange. That movie feels like somebody told him to be normal and normal charming instead of being Jack Black. And I resent it deeply. There's literally a scene (laughs) where he goes like Ribbity Doo. (laughs) Every single movie he does his Jack Black impression of iconic scores. And then Dustin Hoffman watches him. He's like, can't believe it. That's one of the craziest like single shots of all time. I feel yeah, like and when the story Dustin was Hoffman's that he was just walking by and saw them. <laughs> yes, he was. He was going to Blockbuster to rent a video. This is <laughs> this is very. <laughs> like, but there's one there's one great scene where Jack Black and Kate Winslet go to Blockbuster and he oh, yeah. is like singing famous uh, movie scores to her in his Jack Black rudely too type uh, mm-hmm. type song, and then. There's a shot, it, it, and he sings uh, Mrs. Robinson, and then it cuts mm-hmm. to Dustin Hoffman, who like looks at him and shakes his head, <laughs> which is it's it's kind I of like it goes grown ups coded. I feel like <laughs> like Happy Whoa. Madison esque. Do you feel sure. like that's a Happy Madison kind of cameo? Um, Dustin and the story Hoffman, behind it. That, that's a good joke. <laughs> Just like a random like, whoa, you're too famous to be here. What are you doing? <laughs> um, yeah. But the story behind it is just that, like, he went to Blockbuster, he saw that they were filming a movie, and then walked over, and Nate Smart was like, whoa, it's Dustin Hoffman. <laughs> yeah. Um, he was like, what, can you use me? Like, Yeah. That's yeah, basically. desperation on the part of Dustin Hoffman to me. That's a little pathetic. Yeah. He, he, he heard was a, that he had they, just they been were filming that day. Fockers. He wanted to be in a movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go watch Kramer v. Kramer. I'm sure you have it on DVD. You can get your... Not V. <laughs> <laughs> the official... Not the Lexus Nexus I, link. <laughs> I'm a very literal person. Um, all right. Anyways, I won't... I, I have heard great things about me and St. Louis. I'm sure it's a wonderful film. I have no qualms about it uh, continuing on. But I'm classic holiday. Mode. I, yeah. I just listen. I just I feel like I should connect to the holiday more as a person who acts like the best friend but really should be the leading lady. You know. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> quote a quote from the holiday. <laughs> yeah, it's just a crazy thing to apply to yourself. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. But listen, right. I understand we have My haters in the building. Much like the show yeah, goes on, it's a tough oh, first round matchup for a beloved classic like the holiday. So true. But it got, we it can, got boned in the matchup. Yeah. You're going to send Meet Me in St. Louis. It's a great movie. Through to the second round. And once again, we've got. Skip uh, to my Lou is what I was thinking of. Not Hey Right. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> are there Christmas songs in Meet Me in St. Louis? Because you've named a lot of songs that are not Christmas songs. Does she sing a Christmas song? It's sort of Christmas just happens in it. I see. Well, that's good enough <laughs> to get it to the second round for me. <laughs> Next up, we have another of the greatest films of all time going up against a Tim Allen movie. So, uh, a, a common one theme of the greatest so films of all time going up against The Apartment. Actually, <laughs> we have it's... The Apartment up against the Santa Claus, the first and some would argue only film in the Santa Claus well, franchise. So, this is where I might get a little controversial. Okay, Buckley. when I was a kid, I had only seen the Santa Claus two. <laughs> did you so Did you like know one... that it was the second one? I think the first time I watched it, it was, like, on TV, so I, like, maybe stumbled upon it. I was like, whoa, guy from Home Improvement. And then 
learned that it was like a sequel because that movie is like you need to know that he was Santa at one point <laughs> with him not being Santa anymore. Um, but that's like, I haven't seen it in, you know, decades, but that's like the one that I have nostalgia for. Not the first one and definitely not the third one. With the no. Canadian Martin legend Martin Short. Yeah, Jimmy even though Glick I'm a, himself. I love Martin Short. Maybe he's good as Jack Frost. You guys are both Jiminy Glick fans. Do you want to do a quick Jiminy Glick? I can't. Now you, uh, Just... you, you, you go to every children's house in the world every night. What did you mean yeah, when you delivered? I've lost it. Santa. I've lost it. <laughs> That's really good. I had <laughs> one gym, one good click one time, That's and it's gone. really good. <laughs> click quote is when he's talking to Steven Spielberg, and he goes, "When are you gonna do the big one?" <laughs> I like he, when he's he... also, there's another good one. <laughs> Sorry, when he's talking to Mel Brooks, he's like, I "What's was your just big beef with one? the Nazis?" <laughs> What's your big beef with the Nazis? Oh yeah, I remember Mel's reaction to that. He's flabbergasted. He's like, "My big beef." <laughs> but I think can, can we can we uh, can we skip cut to the punch here because I'm sure we have lots to uh, get through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And send the apartment on. We don't care sure, about the Santa sure. Claus. That's right? fine. Yeah, I watch the Santa Claus most years, but that's still fine. The apartment. Yeah, really more of a In New my Year's mind, movie. I it is more of the a apartment with New Year's. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What I, was gonna I, I said we were kind of scraping together the last four or five of the list. It's of a holiday movie here. for sure. I definitely. I watched the apartment on Christmas Eve last year. That's definitely. And did it fit, yeah. or did you feel wrong? <laughs> you well, scared? I was quite depressed at the time. <laughs> 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 but I'm okay now. Um, but now we'll he's a real apartment. heater. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it's not sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, we're having a mid-off, it seems. <laughs> it's Klaus versus the Muppet Christmas Carol. Klaus I... ain't winning. <laughs> what? <laughs> not you, Klaus. You yourself, you yourself said that the Muppet Christmas Carol was mid this morning. Yeah, but Klaus didn't even get the gl- the once over. <laughs> I'm not Klaus watching Klaus. Great. You should watch Klaus. I... Is Klaus great? I'll be Klaus. Klaus is great. I'll, I'll be pushed over. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna Klaus momentum. Go I, ahead. <laughs> I'm not gonna stand for it against the Muppet Christmas Carol. I know that's a beloved classic. I, a hole in my yeah. Maybe Klaus can beat the apartment. List. We can send it through. <laughs> Klaus is. Uh, I learned the first ever animated movie by a streaming series to be nominated for an Academy Award. So uh, why don't you stick that in your pipe, Colin? Yeah, Along with I lost my body, another awesome movie. Well, now I do like um, that one. <laughs> full disclosure. I watched half of Klaus this morning. Thought it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. You did not Which watch half? the second half? <laughs> I didn't have enough time. <laughs> you went backwards. Are you planning on going back to finishing it? Yeah. I will, I, here's my stamp of approval for Klaus. I will finish Klaus. Woo! We got one. I'm a big fan I'm of Klaus. I'm happy if, but, uh, if half of Klaus beats the Muppets Christmas Carol, which is like <laughs> fine. I'm happy with that. Yeah. Emilio, I feel you pretty whatever about the Muppets Christmas Carol. You watch Carol. Muppets Christmas Carol today, right, Emilio? <clears throat> yes. Uh, I like Tiny Tim. You know? Sure. It's He's good, good stuff. I'm kind of fine with Klaus going over here. <laughs> wow. That's what it is. Muppets Christmas Unless... Carol, my least favorite Muppets movie I've seen so far. Yes, I agree. I feel like unless you're like a Muppets diehard, if you actually watch Muppet Christmas Carol, you're like, sure. Yeah, the Muppets like... are in it, but... Yeah, this is surprising. I have heads. only ever heard people rave about the Muppets Christmas Carol. I'm surprised Don't to hear this. The hype. Didn't you, Colin? Didn't you recently tweet us some beef with the Muppets? Now that uh, no, I was. Um, it was when I watched 
Family Guy Blue Harvest that I said, <laughs> but if the Muppets do it, everyone loves it. <laughs> so it was more of a defensive Family Guy than a hey, take down the Muppets. I'll take Peter and the Family gang. Guy over the Muppets in terms of artistic integrity any should day we just, of the week. Should we, sub, should we throw Family Guy in? Yeah, should we sub <laughs> Road to the North Pole in for one of these movies? Whoa, not a freaking sweet... <laughs> Christmas or whatever it's called. <laughs> I think Road to the North Pole is the definitive Family Guy Christmas episode. Wow. I've, I don't know if I've ever it's seen it. It's a two-parter. Whoa. What? Season nine. I'll ding that up on, on the we, eve. Yeah. yeah. You gotta yeah, watch next it. Year we'll, sure. Next year we'll do uh, TV episodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be good, actually. That, all right, I don't watch TV, right, but... So many office uh, episodes. It's gonna be like eight office episodes, <laughs> eight How I Met Your Mother episodes. <laughs> <laughs> office Benihana, Slaps Giving Four. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Klaus, right. Klaus, I think Klaus pulls Klaus. off a bit of an, uh, an upset victory. Jason Schwartzman, am I right? Is that is he? In Jason Schwartzman, yeah. J.K. Simmons, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> be honest. Norm Macdonald, Rashida Jones, oh. Joan Cusack. Whoa. The cast is stacked. All star. Can I be honest? Be yeah. honest. I for the first like ten minutes of Klaus, I thought that was Edward Norton <laughs> <laughs> doing Jason That's Schwartzman. Good. Yeah, I was That's like, fair. That's fair. Think, a lot of people I was think like, it's, it's weird that he's speed. in this. Okay, All right. Sure. 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 Now, here's a uh, controversial one. <laughs> yeah, controversial one. We have The Night Before, the uh, for those who don't remember, Jonathan the 2015... Levine? <laughs> I don't know. Seth Rogen. Seth, Seth Rogen, Anthony Mackie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Kaling. Miley Cyrus. Uh, Baron Davis at one point shows up. <laughs> Does he have a podcast? Tie it back to sports. Yeah. Oh, no, I don't know if he does have a podcast. I think I've seen him on a few before. Yeah. He but, dated Laura Dern, the nice of could... <laughs> Baron Davis dated Laura Dern? Yes. Yeah. This, this, awesome, this was huge in our circles. No, no, this is not a bit. in our circles. That's crazy. It was like, Jillian the, Bell. there was a period of time where Laura Dern said she saw Baby Yoda at a Lakers game and then started dating <laughs> Baron Davis. <laughs> And, and then won an Oscar. Check in <laughs> <Yeah>. on her. <laughs> and then was in a marriage like, story. <laughs> or a marriage story. Sorry, sorry. A That's crazy. Story. My Night Before is better than Home Alone 2. <laughs> I used to be a hater, but I watched that movie. And that Night Before is straight up good. Yeah, I, I'm just watched the Also, Home Alone 2, not very good. Yeah, I've only seen the two first rocks. one and the third one. First of all, it's so crazy at the end. He just throws bricks at the sticky bandits. The brick makes part me laugh. is nuts. <laughs> it makes me laugh every time. It's one of the most insane, like, 20 minutes of any movie ever. Obviously, the rest of the movie doesn't hold up, but when it, he's actually hurting those people, it's so good, and I watch it every year. Emilio um, loves the Donald Trump cameo. The Donald Trump cameo is very funny. He uh, tells him to what go right drunk? that way. Yeah, Drumpf is what <laughs> Tim Curry, uh, this sure. Rob the gangster. Rob Schneider, yeah. Nathan Fielder plays the lemon driver in the night before, has a lot of really good lines. Michael Shannon is really, really good in it. We're, we're having a cast-off here. We're naming actors <laughs> back and forth. Milo, can you respond to Donald Trump? And I'll raise you a Mindy Kaling. <laughs> <laughs> Ilana Glazer. Yeah, I'll raise you. <laughs> Yeah, Catherine O'Hara. Catherine O'Hara is a, a big yeah. swing for Emilio. <laughs> the Alana Gla- Alana Glazer would kill Eddie Bracken in a fight. <laughs> Whoa! I'm saying that Devin Rattray is no longer with us. Devin Rattray buzzed himself. Night before. 
Yeah, we love that. I mean, it was clearly on Home Alone 2's IMDb right now. I'm just going to throw that in. Kieran Culkin. And I'm going off the top of the dome for night before. An Emmy record. nominee, Kieran Culkin, gets added to Whoa. the Home Alone 2. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. All right. I think, <laughs> think uh, it, as with all due respect to Emilio's passionate defense of Home Alone 2, I think the votes are for the night before on this one. Four <laughs> cares. <laughs> Now, but this, I think we can, this we can make up for this. Yes, 100% yes. Home Alone over Bad Santa. <laughs> Bad, Bad Santa, Santa versus stinks. Home Alone. Whoa. Bad Santa's I've never seen. Good. I've okay. never seen One either. One good joke, and it's that the kid's name is Thurman Merman, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good joke. That does sound good. Bad Santa's yeah. like fine. A, Bad Santa's like a movie that forgets to be a comedy. Bad yeah. Santa's just like... He's kind of a dirtbag. That's the joke. And then you're like, then do like, you have any other jokes? And it's like, not really. <laughs> Sometimes Bernie Mac will do so- will say something that's funny. Yeah, but John Ritter's really. here. Tony Cox. <laughs> and I'm wrong, but that movie's like three hours long. That's too no, long that movie, for a movie called Bad Santa. That movie's like 210, maybe. <laughs> like, it's that long not as that hell. Long. Yeah, 200 it feels long. minutes. Uh, Home Alone, on the other hand, a, yeah. a certified banger. An absolute Home classic. Awesome. No Home Alone 2 IMO, buddy. No <laughs> they, they, really, they trimmed the fat and improved on the flaws <laughs> yeah. for the second one. Home Alone like, like really Homo- get tighter. Home Alone is just like a boring normal movie, and then Home Alone 2 is insane, and that's why <laughs> I prefer it. New York. <laughs> yeah, Emilio. And then of course, city. and of course, we all love Home Sweet Home Alone. Uh, you know, when um, I was a kid, just like the Home Alone three, Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, Home Alone 3 was the one I had. I watched that one a lot. <laughs> Cohen, you're really good at getting the, all the, the one movies. after the good <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Alex D. Lins is my Home Alone kid, not <laughs> Die Hard with Macaulay a Vengeance. <laughs> not to spoil enough I coming. did the first Die Hard I saw was Live for Your Die Hard. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. All right, this one, this is a fun one. This is, a, I a, think, a probably one that... Uh, a recent entry, one that yeah, this year. I think will get a lot of uh, support from this crowd. Absolutely. We have The Holdovers and A Christmas Story. A Christmas Story Colin, you in famously America. have seen... I've seen both. This first time I've seen both movies. No, that's not true. Um, <laughs> Did I you say A Christmas Story in America? Is in that... America, it plays on oh, the I channel see. TBS for like 24 <laughs> hours during Christmas. So you could just say it plays on TBS. You know, know it's TBS in the United States in, there's in a channel Southern called North America. TBS. <laughs> you guys heard it, of um, Ted Turner? Yeah. He, um, Do you guys know what the concept of something being very funny? <laughs> Cuz I guess something you will love. Uh, but I I've just seen it so much and it's like I like Peter and the Wolf. I like that they played that in it. But Holdovers rocks and is a great one that I... When I watched it, I was like, yeah, I'll watch this every year around Christmas. It's just, it just fits the vibe. You know, they did the fake film grain aesthetic to make it feel old. And yep. it's just like, yeah, a perfect little novelty. It's great. Holdovers absolutely does rock. I just want to say before we say goodbye to it, uh, shout out to A Christmas Story for being a great Christmas movie. Chris has lost our bracket. It's back. No, it's <laughs> but uh, Chris, yeah, that's very, a tough, very, fir- yes. tough first round matchup for a Christmas story, I think. And it is, it is the thing of like a legend, an old head versus a young bug. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and the holdovers is here. <laughs> sort of, it kind of yeah. is wimpy if you think about it. <laughs> kind of is sunning. The, yeah. So yeah. A, a Christmas movie, a story from the 70s that takes place in the 50s. 
or maybe yeah. the 80s that takes place in the 50s. The uh, so holdovers from the 2020s going to the 70s. So thematic tie-in right there. And that you know, mm. that's Christmas my audition story. for Can I Kick It? I noticed the theme. <laughs> a classic. Uh, when I watched it as a kid, I just thought that's like it took place when it was filmed. Like you right, know, yeah, <laughs> it's just an old movie. It was the same thing as like Chinatown. Like, yeah, everything whoa. that's old is old. Like <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, yeah. Mila, do you have any uh, holdovers takes? I'll save it for later rounds because I Ooh. really loved it and it made me cry when I watched it. I so also, I, I had some tears going in the holdovers as well. I messed it up. I got yeah, the I'm missed in the it missed it up camp as well. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, this is a this is a true Christmas showdown. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another Bob Clark classic. Absolutely, back to back. Bob Clark, famously the director of A Christmas Story, Christmas Story and, also and made Black Christmas. So Black true. Christmas, really, and interesting. He's a firm entrant into the movies that make your stomach hurt canon with baby geniuses. Oh. <laughs> what a what a trio of films for Bob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you want to add a fourth one, it's Porky's. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that one makes your stomach feel fine, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure that one's aged yeah. great. Yeah, yeah. 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 other things feel films. bad if you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Black Christmas pry. beats Arthur Christmas. Black <laughs> <laughs> Christmas is so awesome. scary. I have not. Yeah. I am not as established. Not a horror person. Have not seen Black Christmas. Arthur it's Christmas really, is good. I'm not going to stand in the way. Arthur Christmas. It's another another one for you to add. The animated Christmas movies, Colin. You got to add yeah. them to the list. It was just at a certain point. It's the uh, Sean the Sheep people. Sure. Okay. Arman? Yeah, that, that that might be uh the age because that movie came out in what like 20, 2010. Yeah. yeah, so I would have been like. In tenth grade, I was way too cool. Yeah, for that too at cool. That time, I was watching Christmas. Family Guy. <laughs> yeah. I was watching people who'd have made fun of Arthur Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds uh, me of the time that uh, Arthur Christmas came over for dinner. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. something there. You be. can workshop it a bit. And it is an Ardman movie, but it is a CGI Ardman movie, so oh, I guess true. it holds no water there. That's it is true. Garbage it doesn't have and the it belongs in the dumpster. <laughs> they didn't. Use, at least they didn't use up some of their limited clay. Yeah. To, <laughs> they didn't waste clay <laughs> on Arthur Christmas. <laughs> they would have run out so much quicker. <laughs> yeah, all those trees they had to build. Yeah, Black Christmas. There's a moment that is so so scary that I think about all the time, but it's it's definitely Christmassy. You can spoil it. What's the part? Uh, with the eye in the keyhole, and it's just like yeah. It's so it's terrifying. It's Does like something go in there? No, it's no, just, it's just, literally it like just a guy's eye. Oh, okay. But it's it terrifies me. It is scary. Here's another interesting one. Yeah. Yes, these now, two wait, are I well this suited. Was a Christmas draft. Yeah, <laughs> I this see is, a movie there, here. <laughs> there must be something messed up here. I see two movies, in fact. <laughs> yeah, a horror that movie and an action movie <laughs> that are not very Christmassy at all. <laughs> these were both on many, many. <laughs> and lists. I'm taking a. Big bite of cereal right now. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully nothing makes you spit it out. <laughs> Gremlins and Die Hard. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two of the uh, alternative Christmas movies. <laughs> yeah. For people who have a little too much fun. Um, so it's probably good that they're grouped together. Uh, I mean, Die Hard's awesome. Die Hard is Die awesome. Rocks. I saw it for the first time last year. Switched whoa. from the not a Christmas movie to a Christmas movie camp upon seeing the film. Sure. Um, until uh, you get to never mind. What if I told you I developed a Malcolm Gladwell esque take about what the Die Hard is a Christmas movie? I would be absolutely seated and ready for you to deliver it on the podcast, Amelia. I'd say the the rise of that phrase is probably linked to 
young people's inability to buy hope. Wow. <laughs> that is because very if you think about it, that it is nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> if you that think about fake. it, what is the one thing? That, what yeah, is the one operating thing? the marionette right now? <laughs> the, what the is curve. the one thing? Guys, he's spitting. What, what, is, what is the one thing that makes people say <laughs> Die Hard isn't a Christmas movie? Is that the thing that you would typically associate as a Christmas movie, or it's something you would watch with a family? And Die Hard is not a movie you can watch with your family because it's a violent action movie. It means that more people watch it alone, which means more people are spending Christmas alone because they can't afford to have a family. I don't, they can't afford to have that. a family. This, I don't, I don't know what uh, high or low ceilings YouTube shorts output is, but that'd be a great Where that's, That one's going straight to the TikTok. <laughs> Die Hard Colin's make people not buy homes. This is a meme. <laughs> You're like clearing your throat over top of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Everyone's talking. Um, yeah, I, th- I think Gremlins is fine. I mean, like Die Hard is just like awesome. Yeah, Gremlins. So. Is, there's a couple great like. This is really specific. There's a really great matte painting in Gremlins. <laughs> sure, uh, but or Die Hard. Send is it better. through then. Uh, yeah, I can. I can probably find. I, I might have deleted it. I can find. Um, it. Well, I meant of on course the bracket. You don't the, have to find it. In. <laughs> we <laughs> love the Key and Peele Gremlins 2 sketch. Yeah. Yeah. Is that That's a point for Gremlins. But yeah, I think we sent Die Hard through on this one. A 31 seed upsetting a 2 seed. <laughs> that's Once again, kidding. random seeds. Yeah, yeah. Next up, we got two classics. Uh, we got yes. I feel like these are two classics that are having a mid-off. <laughs> well, yeah. I'll stick up for I haven't one seen of them. either. Uh, we got the original Miracle on 34th Street, 1947, and National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Colin, I'm fascinated to see which one you're about to stick up for. Christmas Vacation. <laughs> there we go. Interesting. Uh, that's definitely a nostalgia pick because I like watched it a lot as a child. And like Miracle on 34th Street, I also watched it a few times as a child, but I associated with like we had to watch this to like appease my mom. <laughs> right. And then we would get to watch, you know, <laughs> Christmas Vacation or whatever afterwards. I've seen both of these this year, actually. Uh, mm. I've checked them both off the list. Um, Christmas Vacation, I think it all comes down to how you feel about Chevy Chase. Sure. As the star and comedic lead of the movie. Uh, he's important to it. I'm not a Chevy Ch- Chevy fan, uh, so so a lot of his charm is lost on me, I think. So I would vote Marvel Miracle. Ford guy. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I'm too Ford. Chevy to the levy. Um <laughs> Just a quick, also, the <laughs> National Lampoon vacation that I watched a lot as a kid was Vegas Vacation, which is like... That's another the, one the Bobo, yeah. <laughs> this is just my life story. I've always picked the wrong horse. Do you think that they should uh, start doing vacation movies again with John Hamm? Like, uh, uh, what you like call it? Fletch? Didn't they do one with Ed Helms a few years ago? They did do That's... an Ed Helms one. The remake, they did Vacation. And it's honestly it's, really funny. Is it? Basically good. There's one, there's a really funny runner, which is that, like, their car is really weird. And it's got there's, a like, a lot of buttons control. on the key fob. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's really they funny. do a lot of crazy things. That's pretty funny. I, it's, like, I think it's my, okay. I think Tyler my mind, loves him. Yeah, my mind mixes up Weirda Miller's and the Vacation re- yeah. Absolutely. Sadekas That's, versus Helms. It's right for you to do that. Helms yeah. is also in Weirda Miller's. Oh, oh yeah, he's he the, plays the he's drug thinking. lord. Yeah. Seen. All right, I also think we're sending Bosses core. National Lampoon through here. <laughs> are we? Are we? Are, is everyone? 
Do we care no, about no moves? I have, I, I, I'm fine with National Lampoons. We we went very classic on the top side of the bracket. I feel it's fine to go. Sure. That's the, yeah. This is get, the get young something a little side. wacky. Hard, Black Christmas. <laughs> <Yeah>. Holdovers National <laughs> Lampoon. Um, next up. Should I drop so this is... <laughs> No, Double Double Machine. <laughs> I thought Zubots was like a cartoon. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, Do you guys remember Zubots? That that's, transformed Charlie, Char- that's Cullen's favorite Charlie Brown Christmas like episode Zubats. of very Zubots Christmas. Because <laughs> yeah. he doesn't um, watch great, the real ones, Chris. Uh, yeah. Great first round it. matchup for, uh, for this movie. Kind of got lucky. Uh, Love Actually versus Scrooged. I feel like this is just a prediction. Griffin, you've probably you probably really like Scrooged, and no one else cares about it. I like Scrooged. I wouldn't have put it on the list if it hadn't been on like the top ten of every list I read about sure. the best Christmas movies. So, and also, as I said, I was scraping together thirty-two movies here. Yeah. Uh, but I'm more than happy to vote for Love Actually. I like Love Actually a lot. Scrooge on the top we of the have... list is a real. Uh... Die Hard is a Christmas movie <laughs> core. Yeah, right. like, same school. These are the same people. Yeah. Yeah. It's like yeah, what so half like YouTube and Rotten Tomatoes rot. Yeah. Um, the real like thirty-nine-year-old on IMDb situation. Not Um I mean, Scrooge is good. Scrooge. I feel like I've seen. It's a one that I've seen like bits and pieces of. Yeah. Um, Carol Kane is good. That's one of the yeah. Good, yeah, for me talking bad about Scrooge. <laughs> I love do that. feel I'm like... Fine with I kind of want to send love, actually. I'm sure. fine to I send it, send too. That's, a cl- that's another one where it's just like, it was my mother's favorite, and we just watched it all the time. Yeah. Yeah. I watched it the other night. I cried. I can't help myself. Some people loathe love, actually. It's yeah, but they're, that's performative. <laughs> <laughs> it's there are some parts... Like, over half of the stories are about infidelity in one way or sure, another, sure. which is fascinating to me. I hope Richard Curtis uh, worked yeah, through Richard all of Curtis, that. Richard Curtis, he always understands the assignment. <laughs> so Kira Knightley the goat. Great. I'm pretty sure Crazy. she's not, like, 19 okay. in that movie. Like, <laughs> have love, actually. Yeah. A great performance. Um, send it through. I'll send it through. I love uh, <laughs> the Mariah Carey song. Sure. Um, I will say, I feel like we've kind of, uh, as a culture, I feel like everyone has sort of, like, moved past Bill Murray as, like, being an important comedic figure. The chive, yeah. (laughs) Stop saying the chive. Like, I feel like it's like, no one likes Stripes anymore, no one likes Caddyshack anymore, people don't really care that much about ghostbusters anymore no i feel like 70s comedies and it's like oh they're all long and boring <laughs> and he's like just mean all the time <laughs> was he did he even get to be in asteroid city i don't remember if he was in asteroid no city he was supposed not. to be and then he got covid and they replaced him with steve carell i believe oh oh he was supposed to play the steve carell role i believe that's true but then they did shoot something new with him uh for like the dvd or whatever okay because I was gonna say, if he if he loses the Wes Anderson, that's who's keeping him. I think around. he lost the streak. I think that was yeah. he lost the streak. Yeah. Well, he's off the, yeah, the final nail in the coffin. But <laughs> yeah. he did get canceled on the Aziz Ansari movie that is not coming out now, <laughs> <laughs> which should be impossible. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that should have been a oh a, a welcome set for that sort of thing. <laughs> it should have been a shield. <laughs> yeah, it's like how did I get canceled at the cancel convention? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this one's gonna be uh, oh, yeah. a lot. We've got the Polar Express versus Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Griffin, this will shock you. <laughs> Cullen, what do you think about the Polar Express? Polar Express rocks! <laughs> that is good. shocking to That's me. That's like a classic, like, it just feels like Christmas. It's like, it's got high on the whimsy factor, I think. It's got some whimsy. Oh. It's very melancholy, though. All the okay. stuff with Dewey from Malcolm in the Middle makes me so sad. Oh, no. <laughs> um... And I mean, but it, yeah, it just feels like Christmas. Like it's got everything. All right, I'm excited. And I I'd... love. I mean, I love Z- the way Zemeckis like moves the camera around and those animated things. It's crazy. Yeah. Do you have? And Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer is like fine. Rudolph a, the Red Nosed yeah. Reindeer is insane. It's is a that the crazy Rankin and Bass? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I had to throw a couple TV specials on here once again yeah. to fill out the 32. Uh, they clearly said, "All right, we've got a." 90 second song and we need to make yeah. a 55 minute special what the hell are we gonna do what? So, <laughs> not what the hell <laughs> this is a, uh, your mom might be listening to this. Uh, sandra as you called her okay that was one time and she's in on the joke now yeah sharon sharon knows that getting her name wrong has no indication of how i feel about sharon uh-huh um yeah, Rudolph, I mean, I, I, I can respect a Rankin and Bass. But it's no Polar Express. No, I'm fine to send Polar Express to Rudolph. Hot is the worst both, of the These are both movies that I saw as kids and was like, this is boring. So either of these <laughs> can go forward. like a I super no cursed quadrant. I think I, I did. <laughs> I, had, I had a similar response to Polar Express at the time where I was like, this is boring. And I watched it. You know, in 2020, and I was like, whoa, this is, like, actually really solid. All right, Colin, I'm going to watch yeah, it COVID this year. Goggles. You've convinced me. No. COVID. Colin. It was pretty, <laughs> before you even got COVID the first time. <laughs> before my brain chemistry was forever altered. <laughs> Colin, do you have stock in uh, Christmas Carol? Screw the Zemeckis Christmas Carol? Oh, uh, that one's good, too. The it's Jim Carrey one? I don't like it as much as Polar Express, but it's, it's definitely got some good stuff. Okay. They was, uh, of course, the best of the animated. Oh my god, we're already coming up on an hour. we got to pick up the pace. All right, I thought we'll this was going to be a shorter episode. We'll yeah, down. you were like 40 minutes, and, and then you, you were like, 32 invited. movies. <laughs> we'll do yeah. 20 seconds on each movie. There's only 30 <laughs> matchups here. Like, I'm not taking that okay. one. Whoa, um, I just saw the last matchup. That's going to be insane. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Charlie Brown Christmas versus Nightmare Before Christmas. I do not Charlie care. Brown, it's Charlie, Charlie Brown. Brown. It's Charlie definitely Brown. Charlie Brown. Vince Grawley. Right. Yeah. Clears that we agree one of the greatest scores of all time, and it's just for like a half hour Christmas special. Just for, saying, I don't remember the Charlie Brown world in Kingdom Hearts too, <laughs> but I do remember for the real, Christmas for town. real, for real. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the one um, in three hundred fifty-eight days over two. That's a great. One. <laughs> Here we go. Here's the first of a Grinch. Match. We can't. <laughs> we gotta go quick. Let's start talking about Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> Something the really fastest simple. thing in the world to explain. <laughs> um, we got the live action Ron Howard How the Grinch Stole Christmas 2000 and White Christmas. Oh, that's uh, Bing Crosby. I wish the 2001 had gone in the next matchup because that makes the I'm next happy to send matchup Bing. a lot tougher. Yeah, send Bing. Bing through. a ding ding. I'll send Bing. Um, On that the is strength of the song alone. Like, I've never seen my the movie. My lovely partner's favorite movie. Okay. We'll do Whoa. it for Evie. I will say, the song is from Holiday Inn. They do sing it in White Christmas, right. but it's not the genesis of It's the... a cash cow. They cashed in. Absolutely, they did. Um, then we've got How the Grinch Stole Christmas, the original animated 1966, and Elf. I think Talking Elf about is awesome. Great... 
I Elf also, is good, but talking but, about great songs when he bars uh, up sure. Mr. Grinch. I yeah, also Camper. think Elf is awesome, but this is really tough because the Grinch is like definitely the best of the annual Christmas special watches. Interesting. Hargrew three sizes. I think I'd vote Elf. I mean, like I, but I like how the Grinch stole Christmas. I think Elf, like that's the one that's really transcended. I think from like this century, as like that's the new modern classic. Yeah, it's that and Clutch. Not that night sure. before. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's probably Elf or Arthur Christmas too. <laughs> this is for the big the gooey strawberry. Yeah. <laughs> Or in, red, in North America, Southern North America, they call it Redbox. I don't know what they got up there, up north. Is that the one that you see in, like, a grocery store that you can get a DVD from? Oh, yeah. It's oh, just, yeah. like, it's outside of, like, grocery stores, and it's just a bunch yeah, of DVDs. That, and they even do video TV, games. Yeah. We had those yeah. very briefly, I think. The, yeah. Those yeah, did yeah, not last long. Outside of, of what you would call a shopper's drug mart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Emilio, you're so Canada-coded. It's crazy. Uh, yeah, it's In Southern North America, we have these long receipts. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'm happy to... Right. I, I, I don't really but have send that. Elf. Uh, send Elf. Elf, Elf. I like yeah. Grinch a lot, but we need to send Elf. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough... That, those are both I, I do those sort of agree, even far. if I don't love it, that it is sort of the iconic Christmas movie of the 2000s, undeniably. Definitely. Yeah, there's no other this is no a tough one. I've not seen either of these, so I'm just going to sit back. Ooh. Colin, you I, requested that Eyes Wide Shut be added to the bracket. And then we I mean, also yeah. have Carol. Two, uh, two uh, tonally, not, maybe not very tonally Christmassy movies. Sure, but I mean... Yeah, there's the Art House matchup. Yeah, Carol definitely... It's the problem... Not a problem. I've, I've, I've seen Carol a few times, and the thing that always sort of loses me is when it becomes when they're on the run i feel like that's not as strong as the like courtship and you know the sort of relationship drama that they're all having yes and that is also when it's at its most christmasy i think like christmas department store in the 50s with the ed lockman lensing it it's hard to beat but also eyes wide shut is like one of my goats it's so it is christmasy as well and especially for the real heads, if you watch the open mat version uh, instead of the Blu-ray version, it even feels more Christmassy because it's like it's got a nostalgic quality to it. There's just like a warmth to it, but and the same could be said for Carol. Obviously, they're reaching for something with the film grain, but uh, I would vote Eyes Wide Shut. I feel like Griffin and I both looked at each other when you used lensing as a verb. <laughs> Sorry. I did I, no, I thought no, it was no. cool. Yeah, no, no, no. Not in a not in a funny way. Just like, whoa. This guy knows his this stuff. Is, this is the can I kick it experience. <laughs> um do Amelia, do you do you have thoughts about Eyes Wide Shot versus Carol? Mm. I think Eyes Wide Shot is a better movie. I enjoy it more. But but I, Carol feels more Christmassy. It has like the department store factor. Not that Eyes Wide Shut doesn't. They go to I the think Christmas Eyes Wide party. Shut. That's where it all starts. Eyes Wide Shut feels very like sensorily Christmas, and that it sure. feels like cold and like walking down a cold street during Christmas, and like the sort of isolation and the melancholy and that. But then Carol has the sort of emotional tone of Christmas of just like being brave enough to be together with somebody when that is sort of the irrational thing to do. So I feel like I have to go with the emotional aspect here and go Carol on this matchup. Okay. Hey, it's a tough wow. matchup, though. It's definitely tough. Okay. <laughs> um, 
Hmm. So I'm, green too. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like I can't uh, get involved. I haven't seen Eyes Wide Shut. I'm sure I would really like it. I love Carol. Um, Cat, I mean, Eyes Wide Shut is just like one of the greatest movies of all time. It just feels like a bad dream for like Yeah, two it's a hours. movie about Tom Cruise having a nightmare <laughs> about his wife cheating on him. And it's like just every sort of panic moment that he has is so good. I, I, I think, I, 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 I'm happy to send Carol through. That's like, I wish that was one of the few movies to feel like actually evil. Like it feels yeah. like a cursed <laughs> object when you're watching it. I don't think that's the the goal of the Christmas Curse. movie bracket. <laughs> okay. And it has to go All right. a truly evil artifact. <laughs> I wish Shut versus Elf would be crazy, but we can send Carol through. What would I, happen I, if you dropped Buddy the Elf into Eyes Wide Shut? How would that change the movie? You know, it's also in New York. Nothing says New York. Now we're back to top. Right, Chris, do, yes, should we take a break? Yes, we made it through round one. No, no, we, we got to push through. <laughs> no breaks in this episode. Um, we are nose to the ground. No breaks on this train. It's a Wonderful Life versus Meet Me in St. Louis. Meet Me in St. Louis. It's a Wonderful Life. I haven't Meet seen me It's a Wonderful Louis. Life. I haven't seen Meet Me in St. Louis. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> okay. Sounds like by virtue of more people having seen it, Meet Me in St. Louis it clears. Isn't Sorry, it one I've, seen, I've seen clips at both and the... The ding ding trolley song cleared anything, and it's a wonderful. <laughs> That's crazy. That's a crazy statement to make. Uh, the apartment versus Klaus. I feel like there's Put momentum the for the apartment. Get fucking Klaus out of here. I, no. I was happy for the Klaus uh, underdog. So sweet. <laughs> yeah. Um, this this is like the you know, old squadron. Um, <laughs> the night before versus Home Alone. It's Home Alone. The night before? Whoa. Cullen and I are <laughs> no, over no, three no. in the second round. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll yield to Home Alone. You know something crazy? Week. I went so hard for Home Alone 2, but I'm not really a Home Alone one head. So I might say Home Alone the night before. <laughs> a movie I have not I like seen a single second of. <laughs> you, you might not like it. You kind of had to be the night Let's before, go also before. a favorite of a uh, friend of the show, Bron Holder. I believe she said, she either said that was her favorite Christmas movie or her favorite movie. She may have straight Whoa. up said favorite movie of all I time. I think that is my memory as well. It's uh, crazy to put that... it over Home Alone. But... <laughs> well, we're being, we're being a little crazy here. The holdovers, holdovers versus holdovers, Black holdovers, Christmas. Holdovers, holdovers, holdovers. We don't okay. have to have here we go. Now we're back. Now we're, we're, we're still hanging awesome. on to Emilio's holdovers take. I'm, I like die, die, die Hard die versus hard. National Lampoon's Christmas. Die Hard. Can we die put hard. Die Hard. It's going to be really annoying when Die Hard makes the top four just by virtue of being a really good movie. We're going to be one of those people from now on. Yeah, Nightmares. I mean, it also had a, I will say, very beneficial drawing of the bracket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins, Christmas Vacation, Polar Express. Yeah. Polar Express. I'm voting Polar Express. I'd vote Love Actually. Not to further my beef with Cullen. Love Actually Please? as well. Amelia? I'll go Love Actually as well. No. Oh. That's, yeah. that's yeah. for yeah. close, you sick son this of a bitch. Boring. I'm muting myself. I'm not voting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> said, this is boring. Said, this is void. <laughs> I'm bored. <laughs> Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown versus White Christmas. I'm it's fine Charlie with Charlie Brown. Brown. With all respect. due respect to uh, yeah. person being with. Bing really, really riding hard for the. For like the third best Charlie Brown special. <laughs> What's the first two? Go off. I mean, Peanuts movie and then Radio Silence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Carol, Carol, no. Carol, 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 Carol. Carol. Whoa. Carol, Carol. I'll go yeah, Carol. I'll do Carol. Carol. Okay, yeah, yeah. Chris's you favorite. You should watch Carol. Movie. It's good. I will. I will. It's on the list. Elf is really awesome. 
I would, that's I would tough much rather see Elf than a, like half these movies. But yeah, I mean, Elf would make it over Love Actually, for sure. <laughs> uh, meet me in Saint Louis versus the apartment. I feel like Colin, you're gonna strongly say Meet Me well, in Saint Louis. Well, I prefer Meet Me in Saint Louis, but uh, yeah, apartment like a lot is of like are kind that's of like mid on the apartment. Apartment, I'm the opposite of that. I'm a huge Billy Wilder head. Apartment okay. is a movie I that adore start to finish. I, lo- I love The Apartment. It's one of the greatest okay. movies of all time. It I is. Wow. And Griffin, you're in as well in The I'm Apartment? I'm in The Apartment. I haven't seen Meet Me in St. Louis. As has been well established. <laughs> well, I haven't seen Meet Me in St. Louis, so unfortunately, Colin, I'm going to have to go with The Apartment. <laughs> Colin was so New close Year's to taking Eve the headphones movie. out. <laughs> <laughs> you, you said meet me in St. Louis is an all-year movie. It lost already. Don't kick it while it's down. <laughs> all right. The Night Before versus The Holdovers. Hold I'll go hold the, the Night Before. Before. The two most the recent Before. movies on the bracket, I think. The, the Night Before is truly the, like, the St. Peter of this bracket of just like an 18th seed that somehow made its way all the way to the final four. Oh, I thought you were making some sort of biblical reference. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, I thought no, that as well. No, 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 no. Yeah. And there it is, the noblest of all the apostles. St. Peter once said. I should have just said it. Die Hard <laughs> clears love. Actually, we find. I think this. so. I, I think guess it does. <laughs> we did. I mean, look, we all sort of had our round of making fun of Die Hard as a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. But no, I mean, it's, it's on the it's on the bracket at that point. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah once then, it's in. All right, Charlie now, Brown Christmas tough. versus Carol. I say Charlie Brown. I also would say Charlie Brown Christmas, but I'm also mostly voting on the the score. Do, 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 do. Score bad. Imagine Carol with the Charlie Brown score. Uh, the perfect movie yeah. what, is what you're saying. Anyway. I'd go Carol. Uh, I'd go Carol as well. Do we flip a coin? Or Colin, can, can you coin. be Colin? You've seen both. No, can I can't you be, be objective. Flip a coin. Heads yeah. is Charlie Brown. Tails. Whoa, tails. 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 Well, I guess I've never seen that coin, so that could be the head. <laughs> <laughs> I've never seen the other that image coin. was of a face. All right, now, top this is four. Gonna be t- <laughs> this is I'm going to put holdovers <laughs> over the apartment. This is the time, Emilio. The uh, holdovers is much more Christmas. The holdovers is much holdovers more Christmas. Holdovers is, I think, the platonic ideal of a Christmas movie. It's sort Whoa. of war, mental hospital, equal part. As, um... <laughs> It's sappy go without off, being off. too sappy. I think what I said about Carol applies here, that it sort of perfectly captures the Christmas spirit, which is sort of looking for togetherness, even though that's maybe the irrational thing. Maybe if that goes what is against our better natures. I really love Paul Giamatti. It made me cry. It was a sort of thing that uh, really moved me in a way that I was not expecting to do by any movie this year. So I just have to go hold over here, even though Apartment, I said the last round is one of like five greatest movies of all time. Holdover is, is very good and also has a better Christmas spirit about it. I like that we held that back until the Holdovers really needed it because yeah. I, I think that is the, that's perfectly put and I'm going to vote Holdovers as well. Yeah. Uh, unanimous Holdovers win. Wow! Shout out to the apartment in the final, and then Die Hard versus versus Carol. (laughs) (laughs) This is like Patrick H. Willems's. This is not how I thought this would go (laughs) when I proposed this bit. I did not think. I'll go Carol. I'll vote Carol. (laughs) I'll go Die Hard. I do. I do think Die Hard is a better movie, but at this point, 
if we're doing like I feel like we've sort of agreed that Christmas spirit is part of it, and so I have to uh, go Carol here. Okay, Emilio, I'm going Die Hard. Whoa, <laughs> another coin. <laughs> another coin. Back to the coin. This is fun. All right, Die Head versus a uh, Tail. Terrells. Terrells. I'm on the edge of my seat. Whoa! It's Die <laughs> You vote for Die Hard. No. All right. We have... Okay. Well, I think now we can... Uh, the we can, Holdovers yeah. versus Die Hard in the grand finals of the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Brad, this is According crazy. the high floor of the ceiling. I, this is not you know, how I thought it would shake out. As we said about Elf, it's sort of the iconic Christmas movie of the 2000s. Carol is maybe the iconic Christmas movie of the 2010s. Well, and then and now, the okay. We're now establishing the iconic Christmas movie of the 2020s so far. I would Until say... Klaus 2. I... I <laughs> K2. Just wait. The you're you're yeah. going to be blown away, Colin. You're going to love it. They got the CGI from Ardman again. <laughs> oh, that was Arthur Christmas, sorry. Chris, wait Wait till you get to the second half of Klaus. It's very emotional. Uh, um, wait till we do round two of this bracket. <laughs> the other 32 movies. Wait, yeah, wait till we do the other side. <laughs> This is where I put my foot down on Die Hard. I'm not crowning Die Hard the greatest Christmas movie of all time. Yeah, I exactly. refuse to be the that holdovers. person. Um, all right. Then it's agreed. The Holdovers, a movie from like last month, is the yeah. greatest Christmas movie of all time. A hundred years of cinema was all leading to this. Yeah. The apartment got smashed. Yeah. Listen. Uh, it's I'll not a bad by it. If anybody... If I, I've ever asked, like, hey, you want to watch a Christmas movie at any time, I'd watch The Holdovers. Yeah. I'd go to that over any movie on this list. Wow. If you, yeah, if you sort this list by my, like, Except Home Alone favorite, 2. <laughs> <laughs> it'd probably be, like, Eyes Wide Shut. Or, uh, yeah, Meet Me in St. Louis, Eyes Wide Shut. And then, like, pretty high up there would be Holdovers. Yeah. Of this list. Yeah, no, it, it's a fantastic movie. Yeah. And Die, I feel like hard vindicated. Die Hard the had the benefit of it. a weird bracket yes um, yeah and we, we not that Bruce. i you know it's a little unconventional i do like some classics we, i talked about i like the grinch a lot i think Grinch is good. The animated charlie grinch. brown got a lot of love of apartment it's kind of crazy that charlie brown lost to carol having not seen it yeah you gotta watch it man. i will maybe i'll watch it this year i got seven days left watch a few more movies whoa they really just rocked my whole world thinking about how much is left in the year. <laughs> yeah, famously. Well, that's, that's until, until Christmas. That's until okay, Christmas. Here, I, this in the year. <laughs> yeah, I, brought, I bring this up all the time, but in like mid-September, Colin said, the year is truly almost over. That is not what I said. I said, it's crazy that the year is almost over. The word truly was not in there. That's tr- I, uh, yeah, I Falsely, <laughs> the year's almost over. Um, we were already in Q4. <laughs> but now the year really is almost over. Um, uh, guys, now the year's like, a, you blink and it's over. That's beyond almost, is what I mean. You know, if you look at the, uh, if you look at the time of hu- the world as 24 hours, then humans were born in the final blink of the eye. Colin knows what I'm talking about. Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, blink, cha-cha. Um, uh, guys, just before we let you go, people today have no doubt been impressed and in love with your film takes, so what is Can I Kick It? Where can the people find it? What is it about? Amelia, go on. Uh, it's a podcast about film festivals, is what we call it, which... 
yeah. means that we have a very loose take on what we're about. <laughs> we mostly talk about yeah. movies that have played film festivals. We talk about news surrounding film festivals. And uh, sometimes we just talk about random movies that we feel like, you know, we yeah. sort of dip our toes in the art house, but try to have a fun discussion that isn't like too heady. It's mostly, you know, if you like our bitty approach on this episode, <laughs> you might like that. If anybody is trying to get into the wider world of like artier cinema, but it's too like intimidated for yeah. people being too like smarty pants about it. I think we're a good podcast for that. That's perfect. I, I love it. I did some listening in prep i listened to the uh, killers of the flower moon slash priscilla slash one not other one m- of our best i'll say well no Cullen. <laughs> i was dismayed to find out no cullen on that episode. yeah that was um, one of the episodes i was too sleepy to wake up <laughs> do you guys do a christmas special have you ever done a, a christmas no <laughs> we do. That's a tea <laughs> every year we do we uh, the first year we started in 2020 we did the uh we were going to do an episode about david fincher's movie mank uh mm. and talk about it in concert with Citizen Kane and then that fell through so we did the 12 guests of Mankmas and had 12 <laughs> of our friends come on to talk about Mank Wow! and then that became the next year uh, uh, we did I forget even what movie we did oh it was we did the we- France-tacular uh, which France. was France uh, the film with Leia Sadu and then uh, Bruno, we previously uh, mentioned uh, Wes Anderson's uh, French Dispatch and then the year after that we did Mank again, <laughs> and now this yeah, year I don't remember. Yes, that. we did the we just did a Manktacular again last year with only four of us, and then this year we're talking about the new Rebecca Miller film. She came to me, uh, so get ready for the She Came to Me Tacular, the final episode of the year. We'll make sure to tune that it's can spelled like the film festival in case yep. you couldn't put that Con. together yourself. C A N N E S I kick it. A great listen to like like you said, anyone like me who wants to wants to know a little more about the uh, the non blockbusters maybe out yeah. there. We uh, found out recently that our sort of Venn diagram of the four of us as hosts is we're all slobs who <laughs> have the taste of snobs. <laughs> so it's a great way to <laughs> You know, get into it. A lot of dumb thoughts about smart things. Chris, have you ever been a guest on uh, Can I Kick It? Of course. I have. I Andrew was on Arnold's episode. Red Road and yes, the Yes, I was others. also on a TIFF episode. Yes, that yes, was weird. <laughs> I was also on a TIFF episode, but you weren't there. Um, oh, yeah. We, we cover festival. One of our most covered is the Toronto Film Festival, since this is a famous Toronto podcast. I yeah. feel like people might be interested in that. Yeah, go look up all that of our on the, ground floor, on the ground floor coverage of the Toronto Film Festival. You'll one of our most movie-having festivals. Certainly Absolutely. one of the biggest. Uh, uh, we got to so get out of here. I got shopping. We got to get out of here. We is, well, presumably this is our last episode for the year. Yes. Thank you all for listening for the year. We uh, we thanked everyone last week. A so little, but we also said you. that we would do it this week. Oh, well, you can record a bonus segment. Because <laughs> I have to go poop. There Whoa. you go, folks. Jesus. Thanks for all having right. us. <laughs> Thanks for having us. Thank you us for joining us, Helen and Emilio. Yeah. Deadass, I'm one of the few, like, actually, people who listens to every episode of High Floor Lucy. Don't assume you're one of the few. There might be hundreds. What's wrong with you? Emilio, we're so. I'm glad you finally made it on. And thank you to Emilio Diaz for his constant listenership. He is the one, the one listener of the week. Listener of the week. of the year. Goes from Sharon House and Jan to Emilio Diaz. 
it is funny that uh, when I was on to talk about the nonsense sports drinks, Amelia was like, I like sports and I listen all the time. And they didn't have me on. <laughs> I was like, yeah, buddy. He had to start a podcast. Prime. Um, exactly anyways, thank you all. It was a lovely year. Can't wait for many more. Uh, <laughs> please I'm, remember I'm getting that in writing. Rate, review, subscribe. Uh, at Griffin Porter ninety seven on Twitter at C House and Jan at Clatchley C L A T C H L E Y and Amelia, do you want to say your Twitter handle? <laughs> my my Twitter handle is at I'm Laugh Alone because I try to get I Laugh Alone on every platform, but my Twitter it was taken, so it is I am Laugh Alone. You didn't think about doing capital or lowercase L? Of, uh, my life is a lowercase L. Thank you have a very happy yeah. new year. We're putting this podcast in the freezer till 2024. He really <laughs> is a listener. <laughs> Let's go.